I'm Eric. I'm Lucas. And we are the Modern Agronomists. We are putting a modern spin on an old industry. Well, here we go with our very first podcast. Uh, I think it's probably a pretty good idea for you guys out there to get to know us a little bit. So let's get to know Eric Weber. Eric, uh, why don't you tell everybody where you're from? So I'm Eric Weber. I grew up in Mount Calvary, Wisconsin, pretty small city, about probably 500 people. And out of the 500, I think if you knew 499, that would be expected. Small town. Uh, yeah, I've lived there my whole life, still reside there, and uh, love every part of it. Nice. You're a pretty big big deal in that town, though, right? <laughs> yeah, some days. All right. Um, why don't we let everybody know where... Where you got your start in agriculture here? I got my start back when I was 11 years old. I was looking for a job, just something small. I mean, I was only 11 years old, so I was just kind of trying to find something to do where I could get outside, my parents could get rid of me, and stay out of trouble. So I started milking cows for a small dairy mm-hmm. farmer. Um, he had about 60 cows, and I did that for a couple of years, picked rocks, you know, did some occasional field work. Uh, no tractor work. I wasn't not quite, qualified. Not qualified at that nice. point. So that was my start, and I uh, I really enjoyed starting off there. Uh, the gentleman I worked for was pretty low key. We got our work done, but we enjoyed doing it, and I definitely was thankful that that's where I got to start. Nice. Outside of agriculture, what are some of your hobbies or interests or what do you spend a lot of your time doing? Majority of my hobbies are going to be outside activities, so hunting, fishing, biking, camping, canoeing. Um, I'd say hunting primarily is the biggest hobby I have. Uh, I spend majority of my free time either prepping for hunting or hunting in general. So I'd say that's a, a big part of my life, and I grew up that's what I did. That's That was a way of life for me was hunting, and I started that at a very young age. And I Don't you do a lot of traveling for hunting? Yeah. Usually annually I take a trip uh, to the western states between Montana, uh, Idaho. We've been to the Dakotas, duck hunting a couple times. But generally every year I try to go somewhere new where we can just gain a couple more experiences. Nice. All right, so... How did you wind up at uh, Country Visions Co-op where you are at now? So when I was in high school, uh, my high school football coach, uh, this was my freshman year, he worked at Country Visions in the fuels division. Okay. And he had mentioned to me later on after I graduated, I was in college, He had I had run into him, and he had mentioned that they were looking for some interns in their in the agronomy department. And I, at the time, was working at a cheese factory. The money was good, and, you know, it's not that I didn't enjoy it, but it was more so I wanted to be outside. And so I I quit the cheese factory and applied and got the position, and I started interning in Fond du Lac in 2012, which was kind of an odd year because it was a drought year yep. from Fond du Lac south. Um, I think once you got north of Fond du Lac, it was a little bit better so it was a it was an interesting year where you know you're 
you're interning to learn about these crops. Well, half of these crops are shriveling up and dying, so there wasn't a lot to learn. Well, so I remember that year. That was that was not the best for sure. No, no. Started in Fond du Lac. In what year was that? You said again, two thousand twelve. Twelve. And where are you at now today? Yep. So two thousand twelve to I think two thousand and fifteen. I was in Fond du Lac. Full-time, I started in 2013. Um, in 2015, I moved to Malone, which is closer to my hometown, which, you know, and I I know a majority of the growers in that area, which was nice. It was just a shift in personnel. Fond du Lac had hired a younger gentleman that lived south of town, and it would have been a longer commute for him to go to Malone, so it was an easy switch for me to move there. And uh, I definitely like working with growers that I grew up with and know personally on a personal level. It must have helped quite a bit to be able to contact guys you already know and work with them and made the transition probably a lot easier. The first time you step on, step into a farm and you're, you know, trying to give someone advice, you're 20 some years old, they're 30 to 60, maybe even 70. And, you know, they expect you to help them. Um, It made it a lot easier just in a, provided a comfort zone, I think, that you could communicate with these people and even state your opinion, even though you may not have the knowledge or, you know, the experience, you could at least state an opinion and they could validate it whether they wanted to or not. Absolutely. So now we know kind of where you're at now. What would be your favorite part of agriculture or what's your favorite part of your job, maybe your least favorite? I think the favorite part of my job one is just working with different farms. Uh, I, I really, it's interesting when you go, you have a list of clients and you, you know, talk to each and every one of them and how different they really are. There's never, there's similar conversations farm to farm, but there's a lot, a lot of differences in answers and opinions. And I think uh, the, those differences really keep you on your toes and it helps you think outside the box and it helps you apply applications that, maybe work on one farm that you could maybe kind of tweak a little bit and use on another farm. So I, that's, you know, a part of my job I really like. I definitely like when, when growers succeed, you know, you have a good crop. Obviously that's a, that's always feels good if you take part in that. Um, My least favorite part is um, I don't know if I necessarily have a good answer for that one. I would say, at times, um, it's demanding at times. It's a very short time, but it, it is demanding. You can pretty much be on call 24-7 if somebody needs a product. But uh, I also like that part of it, too. It's not, not sure. that I dislike it. It's just more, you know, sometimes if you want to spend time with your family or your friends and you get a phone call and you, you look at your phone and you're like, ah, man, I don't know. But you really got to take that call because it's just that time of the year. Absolutely. So. Yep. So, Eric, um, working at the co-op here, if you weren't there, what would you be doing if you weren't in agriculture right now? That's a tougher question for me to answer. Um, when I was in college, so I went to Marion University in Fond du Lac, my degree is in biology and chemistry. But the big emphasis for me was vertebrate zoology. That was What the heck's that? Um, that's the study of vertebrates. 
so animals. Oh, okay. With, <laughs> with vertebrae. There you go. Um, I think if I, on, to be honest, I think I'd be working at a zoo or with animals somewhere. Um, my big thing was uh, amphibians, to be honest with you. It wasn't always vertebrates. I like crocs. Ooh. I wear Ooh. crocs, and I like crocs, Ooh. so it kind of goes hand in hand. I'm sure um, you do wear those. <laughs> uh, I certainly do. <laughs> but uh, I think that's where I'd be, probably somewhere in a zoo studying animals, uh, learning about their tendencies, or maybe working for the DNR, um, helping manage uh, herds and, mm-hmm. and that, that kind of stuff. All right, I think that kind of sums up a little bit how um, Eric is, or got to know Eric a little bit. So, so now we're going to take a little spin and interview Lucas. Uh, so I'm on the east side of the lake. Lucas is on the west side. That's so right. we got a little different perspective coming. Big time. So Lucas, uh, give us a little background where you're from. I'm from a small town um, west of Fond du Lac called El Dorado, Wisconsin. Um, unincorporated population, maybe 100, maybe, or so. Um, grew up there. Um, when I was born, my, my dad had a dairy farm. Um, that didn't last very long. I think before I was even 1 o'clock, he got rid of the cows. And my grandparents also had a dairy farm just up the road. So we kind of um, moved up there, helped them. Um, Help my grandparents out milking. Um, we'll get off the bus certain days, help do chores. Um, like Eric said, not much tractor driving or anything, just doing the grunt work, picking stones, pitching pens, unloading hay wagons. The other part, my other grandparents owned the bar in town, so I kind of had it pretty good between, you know, go down and, you know, get treats or whatever, and in between and having to do any hard work. Still live there today. Um, actually two places away from the farm, we still run about 50 acres. I mean, it's mostly all custom done, but, uh, get to play around with that, um, try different things, but that's where I'm at right now. So those 50 acres, do you manage them? I mean, do you make the decisions on that part or? Yeah. Yep. I'll, you know, it's usually it's corn, soybeans, or with these last few years, some of it doesn't even get planted cause it's usually not the greatest ground, but, uh. Yeah, I mean, I'll try some different things, some varieties. Usually run it by my dad, and he, he'll pretty much trust me with what we're, we're going to try to do. Yeah, not too much actual work with it, just kind of put the pen on the paper and then neighbors come in and get everything done for us. Mm-hmm. Well, that's still something nice that you and your dad can talk about together, and, you know, it helps you guys relate. Sure. Yep. So born and raised, lived in El Dorado, uh, what are some of the things that you did in El Dorado? What were some of your hobbies? So sports was a big thing growing up, obviously. Um, did football, baseball, basketball. Did a lot of summer baseball when I was younger. Um, then as I got older, basketball seemed to kind of take over. Um, we had pretty good success in high school when we played. It went to high school at Laconia and Rosendale. Um, after that, though, I mean, do a lot of hunting like you were talking about, and more big into the waterfall duck hunting than than deer or anything like that. Um, I've always had a dog. Usually I've had a lab and training those things and going out with them. So that's about uh, most of my time spent doing that. Also have also have three kids, so running around 
youth sports they're starting with, so starting to get real busy. Now, was this last year, was this the first year you took your son hunting, I believe? Yes. Yeah. How did that go? Well, didn't let him have a gun yet, but uh, can't really sit still, so it wasn't the greatest, but we had fun. Yeah. It's good to get him out. Yeah. That's all that counts. Just getting him out there is half the battle, I think. Oh, yeah. So, your dad had a farm, your grandparents had a farm, and you went to high school in Laconia. After that, you went to college in Green Bay, I believe. Yep. And then from there on, where did, where did you get your start in agriculture? So, went to school, wasn't really eyeing up agriculture so much, but uh, kind of as a couple years went on, realized, missed it, wanted to get back into it, so... Got my start. We had a little, we had a co-op in town in Eldorado. Um, let's pick a co-op. So all through, I think my senior year and all through college in the summers, I would work there. Started off scouting with a, another guy. After the first two years, then I got into custom applications. So started off in a pickup sprayer, gradually moved up to, a, I think at that time, I think we had a nitro. So that's where I got started and uh, finished school and hooked on with the, the co-op. Worked out of Mayville and was in sales, wasn't going great, didn't have too many customers, did a lot of cold calling, which wasn't working out for me too much, so I spent most of my time actually spraying then. Did a lot of, uh, we did a lot of work for the canning factory, did a lot of drop nozzling for um, earworm, so I ran a Hagee sprayer and then uh, worked there for two years and um, ended up uh, coming up there ripping for Country Visions, and that's where I'm at today. And at, at Country Visions, you're in sales currently, right? Yep. Okay, so you have an established list of growers, and you're currently working with them. What do you think you learned starting in custom application? Do you feel like that's kind of given you a leg up on maybe learning how to communicate with sprayers now? Or Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, I think, I mean, you don't really know anything until you actually do it. So there's a bunch of different situations that obviously you're going to run into, and Doing it has helped uh, understand, you know, how to communicate with them, even just how to get the job done, what makes sense and what doesn't make sense. Um, yeah, actually, I do actually kind of miss getting out in the rig. Yeah, I, I, I myself can say I do too. I, you, you, you were spraying quite a bit too back then, yeah, weren't you? Yep, yeah, I started in custom application, and I, uh, I definitely am thankful for that because yeah. it just teaches you. Right, right. What else can we talk about? What else is interesting about you? Not that much, I know. But, all right. No, but not, not that much at all. We can save that for later. Save uh, that for the next one. Let's do this. If you weren't in agriculture, what do you think you'd be doing? If I wasn't in agriculture, what would I? I don't know. I think I like, I like working with kids or coaching. So, I don't know. Maybe I'd be a teacher. I think. I don't know if I'd be any good at it, but. I don't know, I, I'd like to get back into coaching a little bit. I coached in the past. I used to coach JV basketball, but that might be one thing I'd be doing. Mm-hmm. Well, with your kids getting to that age, I think it'll be, you know, you'll have some fun times if you're able to get out and help coach those teams. I'm sure that'll be a lot of fun. Are there any bad habits that you have that you'd like to share? Well, my wife would say I got a bunch of bad habits. Yeah, I don't know. Which ones to share with you? <laughs> <laughs> Appropriate or not, share them. We can get rid of them. No. What are your bad habits? Why don't you start? I've got a lot of bad habits. One bad habit of mine is sleep. 
I'm not good at sleeping. No matter what time I go to bed, I have an internal alarm clock and it wakes me up between four and 6 a.m. every day. Yep. And I, I really wish I could knock that, honestly, because it's, uh, it gets to be a little out of hand once in a while. I think another bad habit is impatience. I don't know if that's a habit or a tendency, but I have no patience. Patience? Yeah, I struggle with that once in a while. I think one of my big ones would be I put off stuff at home, but at, at work I'll make sure it gets done. But I think I tend to, you know, clean the garage today. Well, that doesn't happen, and it gets more stuff piles up, piles up, and that'd be one. I'd say I'm probably impatient. I mean, I want it done, and I want it done my way. And when I that doesn't happen, it tends to irk me a little bit. Yeah. Well, I think we've got a pretty good grasp of uh, each other's background, story, imperfections, perfections. Thanks for joining us for this first uh, session we've had together. Uh, appreciate the time, and we look forward to uh, giving you some more info in the future.